Good morning. Uh, it is Thursday, April 27th. Sorry, I'm doing this with my AirPods. If you're on YouTube, I'm going to do a video. I think I may upload it by video on Spotify, but they F up video stuff all the time. So I'll probably just take the audio, throw it into GarageBand and do it that way. Um, your boy is going to take a victory lap here. Uh, what did I say about Meta? I said he's going to say that we cut expenses. Uh, we're going to continue to cut expenses. Uh, our user base is going to be up um, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Meta is up 15% in pre-market. Um, just so everyone's aware, here is the uh, inverse Kramer. This is Jim Kramer tearing up on October 27th. 2022. Uh, it's a generational bottom in prog process is what they said. Since then, Meta is up 140%. Jim Cramer was on air this morning, touting off about something about how he's, uh, you know, due to this and blah, 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 whatever. Uh, Meta earnings just blew it out of the water. Uh, I think uh, back when uh, I did the top five stocks that I would buy and hold. I think I said you could buy Meta or Google uh, as part of your portfolio. Probably should have done Meta. If we go over here to Seeking Alpha um, and we just go back, let's pull up Meta. And it's not going to have today's kind of move in Meta, but you pull up Meta, you pull up charting, and then we uh, add in a comparison. And let's do GOOG. And we'll add that comparison. You can see uh, the orange is Meta, up 14%. The S&P is down 2%. Oh, I'm sorry, that's over one year. Let's do year to date. Year to date, Meta is up 67%. Google's up 16%. You would not be you know, hurting if for some reason, let's do six months, because that brings us back to, uh, I think about, what are we in, fourth month? It's November. So you're up 61%. Google's up 10%. You can't sneeze at these results. You know, the S&P is up 5%. So, yeah, um, Meta, great buy. Uh, yesterday, I thought this was a master class. And I think um, I, I, I just like to tr thank TrendSpider for this one. This is the weekly of SPY. And so you can see the weekly candle. Again, it's not going to have a new candle. This is the current candle. We opened up at 411. Right now, SPY is at 406. So you're at kind of the low point of the candle. Uh, the, the low point of the candle is actually 403. So you're just $3 above it. And this is SPY. Your RSI is at 52. You're in no man's land. And you're in no man's land in the bull market. You're just breaking out of that bear market top. So if we hold up above, I want to say 404 this week, you can kind of consider that confirmation that maybe we're in this bull market. And part of that is Honeywell. Honeywell came out with earnings today, uh, and they uh, blew it out of the water and added good guidance. So what I don't see happening is what every analyst had says was that people will pull back their, uh, their, their, their forecasts. I'm not seeing it happen. Now, Honeywell has been in a slide. So you can see Honeywell down here at 190. Uh, it is currently trading at 196, up 3%. Um, their ex-dividend date is coming up on May 11th. They made $2.22 per share. You can see the MACD is crossing over. It's not something where I would say, 
absolutely 100%. This means that we're in a bull market because it just means that Honeywell uh, is doing, you know, it, again, they're not pulling things back. So uh, where are we today? Amazon earnings are the big ones. Uh, that's the one after the bell today. You'll see Amazon. Amazon has been flying of late, absolutely flying of late. Look at this. March 13th, you were at $93. It got you out with a 6% gain. You're way up here. Uh, today, you're up 3% at 108. Here's what you have to know about Amazon earnings. UPS missed. What does that mean? UPS is the number one shipper of Amazon. It could mean that Amazon just doesn't have a good business right now uh, on the consumer end. Uh, so they missed. But you balance that out with Visa, who said, hey, the consumer is strong. We're seeing credit card purchases up. That could be a good thing. Remember, your Amazon card, I think your Amazon card is a Visa. Um, so they could see that type of thing. Um, you balance that with Microsoft and Google uh, posting huge increases in their cloud business. That's dangerous for Amazon because Amazon is the number one cloud. AWS is the number one cloud business in the world. Um, if for some reason, Microsoft and Google are stealing share from Amazon, you're going to see this stock below 100. If for some reason, Amazon is able to grow the category. Remember, number one has to grow the overall category in order to continue to grow their business. Number two and three can steal business from the number one. And the category could stay... Uh, stagnant and number one could actually lose business and number two and three could gain business so you're gonna have to be careful with amazon i continue to say amazon is a buy whenever it gets under 100. if we were to take a look you can see there's a gap up here at 108.98 to 110. you're covering it it's at what it's trading right now at 108.28 in pre-market so you're probably going to open up there Take a look at a weekly of Amazon because you can see we're under the 200 day. Have we been under the 200 day? Uh, you know, for a take a look. I mean, God, when was the last time you went under the 200 day on Amazon? Uh, probably way back in 2000. And I, I listened to my first millions. Um, if you haven't watched it, I think it's How to Get Rich on Netflix. There's a guy named Remit who hosts it fantastic uh show if 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 you like my fire podcast if you like this investment go watch it it is unbelievable um some of these people how they spend money how they you know they they, they there's a guy there's a guy and a girl who have a storage unit and they pay something like 120 dollars a month for a storage unit or 200 dollars a month for a storage unit the actual contents in the storage unit are worth like 50 bucks <laughs> um you know and they've been paying for years for this storage unit there's another woman who has a two million dollar net worth and she goes out and she buys a two million dollar house how does she make her money it's off of child support so you know and her child is turning 18 well child support you're going to start losing your money so it's a, it's a great great show i think it's good um you should watch it uh, but back to stocks, Amazon, look at it below here uh, at 104. 
It's at 108 right now. This is a weekly candle. You still have confirmation. I continue to say, if you want to buy this at 108, just buy it at 108. Don't go all in. Throw your lunch money in here at 108. You'll be perfectly fine. Meta uh, is Meta a buy right now at 240 bucks. Uh, that's that's a little bit tough for me to say. Um, you've got this. If we go back here and we look, there is a huge gap. Um, if you go back to the, uh, let me bring this down a little bit. We're going to have to bring this down to even see that gap. Uh, maybe we have to go to a daily. Let's go to a daily. Um, you're going to, yeah, there you can clearly see this gap between 251 and 321. Um, you're seeing a little bit of a, a, a button hook here on uh, the daily. Well, where are you going to open up at? Right now, you're at 239. Well, market just opened up. Look at that candle. You're creating another gap. So there's another gap there. Uh, you got a gap down here at 155 to 165. Say goodbye to that one. With 3 billion users a, a, a month logging into uh, to Facebook, say goodbye. 2 billion people use at least one of their apps per day. Say goodbye to this. Uh, again, I think if you want to get this one, in my mind, I I would say anything around 210 is a great buy. Today's reaction is an overreaction. Your RSI is up at 73. We're going to see a pullback. At some point, you're going to see a pullback. Do not chase this one. Even though it's up 14% right now, do not chase it. It's a good, you know, it's a good one to look at, but it's not a great, great one to chase. Here is, I, I wanted to take a look at some of the categories that we've seen year to date. Here's a look at SPY uh, versus XLK, which is the technology sector, XLF, which is the financial sector, and XLE. So XLK is leading. Technology is leading up 18% year to date. SPY is second. You're up 6% year to date. XLE, which is energy, you're down 1% uh, for, for, for the, right now. XLF, you're down 6% and you're in a banking crisis. So XLF is, is one that, that you, know, you may want to take a look at uh, as maybe uh, something to come back just because that. And in, in comparison, I took a look at the sectors of ARC. And if you look at the year-to-date on ARC, uh, ARCW, which is their web fund, is up 23% year-to-date. Uh, ARCF, which is their financial, but remember, it's financial tech. So this is your PayPal. This is your Square. This is your, um, your Toast. These, those are those kinds of stocks which are financially disruptors, uh, financial disruptors, I should say. That's up 21%. Your flagship fund, uh, ARKK, is up 15%. SPY is only up 6%. ARKG, which is the genomics fund, which is where I would put Kathy Woods as probably one of the smartest people that I know, um, that I've listened to because I know nothing about genomics. And that's the one that I put a lot of money into and I wound up losing um, a bunch. I was way up on that one, but it's only up 4%. So you can take a look at those funds year to date. If we look at one year of these um, exact funds, 
uh, and we look, the one year's not doing so well. You know, uh, let's see. One year, you can see SPY is down 2%, ARC's down 20%, ARC-G is down 20%. So timing matters. Timing 100% matters. Um, let's get back to some charts. Uh, Amazon, well, I think we looked at Amazon, but I, I wanted to make mention too, Amazon in the four-hour algorithm right now, you're still a buy at 103. It's come down since since it opened up. Uh, it opened at 108.17. It's down at 107.75. It's kind of coming down a little bit. Even Meta's coming down. It's it's you know kind of kind of flatlining, uh, if you will. Uh, the hype of pre market is over. But Amazon had a buy at 103.95. So if you want to if you want to buy in before uh, before earnings, I don't think 107 is a bad price point. You just have to be aware that Google and Microsoft did say that their cloud services were growing. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a huge key. Remember, Amazon didn't never had a demand problem. They had a cost problem. So they had to cut costs. They hired something like 1 million employees over a 90-day period, and then they have to cut those costs. So that's where they have the problem. Uh, let's take a look at our favorite DPST. And I had some, there were in the Facebook group, there were some uh, comments about um, uh, FRC. People have FRC and, and they're worried because they're holding on to that one. DPST, they have FRC. This is one that I said, even at seven, I think you could trade it up to eight. Um, it's at $6.32. Uh, this one, I think you have tight. Remember, this is a triple levered ETF. You got trade this one on the 65 minute. Let's look at it, 65 minute candles. Um, you want to trade this on a tight stop loss. Uh, you can even see yesterday uh, at the 1245 mark, it got you in at 643. It, you lost 1%. You never had confirmation. I would have said, don't buy this one. If you want to do five minute candles, you can probably do five minute candles, but there hasn't been a lot of confirmation over that nine day in this. Uh, in this, uh, even on the 65 minute. Now, 65 minute over eight months, this loses you 43% on this, this ETF. Uh, if you bought and held this for eight months, you'd lose 82%. So be careful with this one. FRC, um, I think I said it yesterday and I, I'll, I'll say it even more clearly today, it's at $5.74. If this makes it to Monday, I'd be surprised. Management, they're a bunch of morons. Uh, from what I'm hearing, they are simply not negotiating. They think it's a $100 stock. Well, while they sit there and they don't want to sell their assets off at a loss, uh, their deposits are getting just decimated. And so if they don't have enough deposit, enough money to cover the deposits, the FDI, the Fed will step in. And the Fed doesn't want to step in. They've made it clear we don't want to step in. So don't think that you're going to take this. If you've got money in this, my suggestion, sell out a half of it. At least half. If you want to stay in it and YOLO, sell out of a half of it. Just get some money out of that. If you want to move it into something, move you, take this money out of this and put it into Amazon and YOLO the earnings. You have a better shot of Amazon in two years being a a two hundred dollar stock, 
than you do of FRC being a hundred a forty dollar stock in two years. Uh, again, nobody's bidding on this. Nobody's looking to to get a hundred dollars out of this. And management has been disruptive at best, negligent at worst. Um, so be careful with that one. Let's take a look at Apple. Uh, I said yesterday, Apple needs to hold on to 162, and it really needs to hold on to 162. You've got some confirmation above here. Uh, this buy was 153 back here. The outcome over to 43% on Apple, uh, whereas just buying the actual asset makes you 24%. So even at 24%, I don't trade this one. Look for entries into this. Uh, the only reason there there were some questions about, um, you know, I, I think Zephan had said, hey, if it's 170, I might trim my Apple. That's true. The only reason I would ever trim Apple, and it was like I did in December, I took some long-term uh, profits. And I think I sold at about one. Uh, but these are that I bought back in 2004, 2005, somewhere in that neighborhood. Purchase price was about five dollars. So, do I care if I sell it or one hundred sixty? Nah, I don't because I'm paying a ton of taxes, taking it off. the The only reason I do this is for taxes. Um, and and if it gets to one hundred seventy, I may trim some. Uh, just that if I want to buy more, I can buy it back at one hundred fifty. I just three days, um, you know, for tax purposes. Well, I don't even profit, so I have to wait thirty days. It's a take a loss. You're ta um, you have a, a watershed moment, uh, but if you're taking gains, you can buy it back the next day if you wanted to. So that would be the only reason. But the key point on Apple is uh, one sixty two. Oh, and I'm, I'm breaking up on sound. Uh, I'll have to, hopefully, the recordings get. Um, let me see. Big mixer. Oh, oh, come on. Sorry about that. I was breaking up on sound. Hopefully it comes out okay. Um, but again, Apple, it's the only reason I'll sell it. Uh, Uber, I said yesterday, buy Uber uh, under 30. I think it's over 30 right now. It's back under 30. <clears throat> Pre-market, it was over 30. It's kind of just fluctuating. In my mind, you do have a gap down here between 27 and 26. I would sparingly add, once you have confirmation, you're seeing a little bit of a button hook here on the four hour. The four hour hasn't gotten you in there. Earnings are coming up May 1st. So May 1st are the, the, the earnings. Blocks, it's under 40. I think this one in a, a healthy economy, it's at least a $40 stock, but I wanna be careful because you're seeing, look at that. You have no confirmation whatsoever. Under 40, I think, but look, the RSI is at 22. Do not try and time this. Wait for that kind of make a, a little turn back up. You're under the 200 day. I think you could come back. It's already been covered. This gap has been covered on the way. But I think you could see it back to come back to just kind of touch again. Um, and that's probably to it. But again, you should be looking at this one as a long-term, not a short-term. Um, yeah. Uh, I did my scans. There was 
not a again you're capitulating so far right now on um the dow is up point nine uh, like the the nasdaq is up almost one percent uh by uh by uh micro sorry, by meta um but most of the stuff is green. seeing some uh, oxy is almost under 60 again um oxy is this fall from grace uh right buffett talked it up and then it's just falling again uh oil continues to go down it just that is it it is what it is if you look at crude oil is up 0.55 but it's at 74 dollars a barrel natural gas uh is up 1.3 uh it but it's at two dollars and 33 cents um gold nine it's under 2000 just doesn't want to you know stay above that 2000 um so and you can see all this on Finviz. go down to finviz you can see everything on finviz down there um let's look at some scans scans that came up the first one that actually triggered a buy a fairly big one uh oh am i cracking up again um hold on i'll stop it again Sorry, recording number three. <laughs> I was cracking. Um, and thank you guys on, on YouTube Live for letting me know when there's audio problems and stuff. Um, Teenage Boy Remix, yeah. Microsoft had another cross-up. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, how right before earnings, Microsoft on the four-hour algorithm got you out with a 10% gain. From 254 up to about 280, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, it gets you in today, this morning, 295.42. You're trading at about 300. Uh, just knowing what I know, and I'm not an expert, but um, 300, any new handle, meaning 300, uh, is tough for a stock to break through. Um, it just provides some natural resistance. People are it's kind of why you know retail prices are twenty nine ninety nine versus uh, thirty dollars. It just tends to be a little bit tough to break through. But Microsoft at two ninety five forty two is the buy in. It's a little. I mean, let's go over to Finviz and look. It's a little bit rich for me. Now here's what you have to know: the PE is thirty two, uh, forward PE is twenty seven. This is traded at um, uh, thirty six. So it's not like it's super expensive. The average target price is 300, but you can see the two most recent upgrades, 325 and 347. So you're still looking at 10% upside for those targets. Um, you know, as far as the sales go, there have been some people selling here at 250, at 260. You know, Sache Nadella, Nadella, he sold at September 1st. At 257, about $15 million. Amy Hooters, their CFO, sold $20 million at $260. Um, I, I again I I don't think that's a lot for these guys. I just don't. I, I wouldn't look at those insider sales and say, oh my God, I'm not buying here. Um I wound up, let's see where their ex-dividend date is. Their ex-dividend date is out here May 17th. That's when I'll get a ton of new shares. I'm just probably, you can see the volume. I mean, the volume spikes that you see are, are during these hype plays. Uh, I, you had a gap yesterday here between 278 and 292. 
At some point, you'll come back and, and cover that gap. At some point, I think you absolutely will. But right now, Microsoft is a buy in that, that algorithm. Another buy, which I think isn't a bad one, it's under the 250 price point, is Snowflake. Uh, S-N-O-W, Snow is the symbol. Your RSI is in no man's land. It's a 55. Your MACD is crossing up. You have no real catalyst of this. Uh, their earnings aren't coming up anytime soon. Um, but you know, I think anything under 150 on this one is a good one. This on this four-hour algorithm is kind of like SPY. You can see that descending wedge right there. You're putting in a pretty good support level at 133. So if you're planning on holding this for four or five years, are you upset that it goes down to 133 if you bought at 147? Well, your boy here bought at 180, and I've been dollar cost averaging into this one. Uh, I'm not upset that I buy at 150 if it goes down to 130 because I'm holding on to it. Snowflake is one that I believe in. What you have to know about Snowflake is they have to grow into their earnings. They're not making money. Even the forward PE is 145. For every dollar that they sell, they lose $22, the price to sales. So you're year to date, you're only up 2%. This has not performed well compared to the rest of the market. And it's based on that price. The average price target is 181. This one went all the way up. You know, the 52-week range is between 110 and 205. So it went well above those, those price targets. Um, as far as sales go, you can see they're selling, but they're selling around 140. You can see, uh, you know, eight million dollars at 140, um, uh, eight million dollars at 140, 136, 152. So these are insiders who are trying to pull some money out. It's not a ton of shares that they're selling, but you do worry about that kind of stuff with with a company that's not making money. So be careful. I wouldn't throw the the, the book at this one. This is not one that I would say, hey, you have to own it. I would say just you know add it to your portfolio because it could be a big one. Uh, in fact, yesterday's um, a podcast that I I I, uh, I listened to, Remit is a um, you know again the host of the the Netflix show. He is a index fund guy. He is just buy and hold index funds. Um, and he he got scared because he he invested in three stocks. Uh, back in, I think, 1999, he said. And if you live through the dot bomb, you know it, it's called the lost decade between 2000 and 2010 because it took you 10 years to gain your money back. But he invested in Excited Home, which shortly went bankrupt, which was basically an Amazon-style stock uh, back then, which was the hottest thing ever because Excited Home was going to revolutionize the internet. Um, he invested in Yahoo, I believe, um, and he, you know, that one completely bankrupt, uh, shortly thereafter. Um, and he invested in Amazon. So he picked one out of three. That's where he got his fear of stock picking is he said, if I'm that bad at stock picking, I just don't want to do it. And so he, he talks about index funds and the benefits of index funds and, and why you should do it. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that I don't believe in that. I don't believe that, that you should, uh, jump on the hype train and, and invest in something just because it's the newest, latest and greatest. But I do think if you use the products, if the company has sound management, if they have good earnings, um, 
and and you can um, you know justify the the PE the price to to earnings, then I think you've got a good company. Uh, it doesn't mean that it will last forever. Uh, like Apple, at some point in time, Apple will not be a good investment. But right now, with Apple's tentacles in everything, I mean, just the banking. You know, again, the the, the I, I heard I read an article that Apple is actually sending select people uh, that have their credit card five percent uh five percent uh cash back on groceries well i buy groceries and i i only get two and a half percent back from fidelity so i may actually start using my if i get that offer i'll use my apple card and here's the good thing about the apple card is you get the cash back the next day not like you have to wait a month it's not like you have to wait till you have a minimum you get the cash back the next day and it rolls into an Apple savings account, which pays 4.5%. So again, you have to, you know, it's it's not a a a a a you know a hack, but you do have to kind of watch your money. And, and I watch that little kind of stuff. It all adds up. Uh next gen energy. This is one of the energy names that we watch across up here at 375. Uh, you can see 370. Winds up getting you out for a loss. 375 winds up getting you out for a loss. It's got a descending triangle. Uh, this one is not one that I personally own. It's just one that we watch because I think it's been a good energy name to own in the past. Now, the algorithm doesn't do you any benefits on this. Uh, it actually winds up losing you 30%, whereas over two years, you would have gained 2% on this one. Uh, NXE, if we look it up in Finviz and we look, um, they're not making money. It's a uranium, and, and I'd be very careful with uranium because I just think uranium stocks, uh, they're going to take a tumble. Um, you're down 16% uh, year to date. Uh, earnings per share this year are up 54%. Target price is $5. Eh, I don't know that I'd necessarily look into it. I might remove this from the name, but I wanted to bring it up because early in the year, everybody was worried. Uh, everybody was hyping on uranium. Um, and the day trading side. The last one that we have is Datadog. Datadog uh, is a, a Kathy Woodstock. It's a um, software as a service company. It In the algorithm, it loses you 30%, whereas if you just bought and held the stock, you'd lose 17%. I do think this is one of the ones that you should probably uh, buy and hold if you believe in the stock. Uh, do your research, understand what you're investing in. Their earnings are coming up May 3rd. This is one that is not, I don't think that they're making money. Let's see if they are making money. No, their forward PE is 46. It's still expensive. It's just software. It's down 4% year to date. Average target price is 99 bucks. The most recent was April, Piper Sandler, $72, which is above what you're trading at $70. So your 52-week range is between 61 and 130. So you're only 14% above your 52-week low, but you're 46% below your 52-week high. You can see if you scroll down, we've got sales all over the place. And they're, they're fairly sizable sales. I mean, these are guys who are putting in pretty big pools in their backyard. December 5th and December 6th, these guys started buying at 70. Uh, Matthew Jacobson, a director. Put $12, $13 million, it looks like, into this. So, um, you know, back here, Matthew Jacobson bought uh, $1.5 million. Matthew Jacobson, back here at 67 bought $20 million. Uh, then he bought uh, $50 million. 
back on November 7th, all at 70 bucks. So you can assume that one of these directors, this guy, Matthew Jacobs, who's got like, you know, $80 million into this stock uh, right now, he likes it at 70. So Datadog is one. Again, 69.26 is where the, the cross-up happened. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think that's it. I got to go edit this together now because I have three separate video files. But if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, sponsors. Uh, first sponsor is Visible. If you're paying more than $30 per month for your phone service, the link is down below. Uh, I was traveling yesterday. I love it. I love it. Um, next sponsor, TrendSpider. The charts that you're seeing, and again, you know, even the spy chart, which I think is freaking brilliant. I wouldn't have seen this on my own. Uh, TrendSpider, it automatically draws it for me. Uh, when you get it, the link is down below. You'll save 25% with the code DSP25. Email me. I will share my four-hour algorithm. I'll share my 65-minute algorithm. I'll share the, the core portfolio, all of the watch lists. I'll scare, share the scanners. I'll share everything with you. But again, it, you know, it just automatically drew those. And, and it's telling me, I don't know where we're at. I don't know which direction the market's taking, blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't have seen that on my own. So I think TrendSpider, I think that I've got it. Uh, just make sure that your position size and your trading style works for TrendSpider. I'd hate to see you spend um, three, $400 on a piece of software that doesn't get you benefit. Uh, you want to use this thing as a tool. It will not make you money. It will not guarantee that you win on trades. It's just a tool. Um, but it's an effective tool. I don't trade without it. I don't invest without it. I love this thing. Uh, and I wouldn't sell you anything that I don't love. So there you go. Uh, if you have any questions, hit us up in the private Facebook group. The link tree down below has everything that you need. If you make money on trades, consider me your bartender and just send me a tip through PayPal, Venmo, uh, Cash App, anything that you like. Uh, but if I, you know, again, if you made money on Meta, if you sold it out, let, let's take a look where we are on Meta. Uh, we're up 15% again. So it's back to the hype train. <laughs> take care, you guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll do a recap. Uh, no, tomorrow's Thursday. Um, no, I'm sorry. Tomorrow's Friday. So we'll do a recap. And good luck with Amazon. I hope that it pops. Amazon is my number three holding, I think. Um, and I've held on to it. I haven't sold it uh, all the way through the downturn. Uh, I mean, you know, here, I'll show you guys what I mean by downturn. If we go to a weekly of Amazon, uh, it has not been one that has been good to hold on to. Because as you got into 2021, right here, you were trading at $175. I've ridden it all the way down. But I do think that you're coming back to that 200-day, like I said. 132 is the 200-day. So they'll turn the ship around. Okay, take care. See ya.